This podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the Show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Ragnar here coming with you from Barrel Age Flicks. I want you guys to listen to this hot take episode. And in the show, we have... Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ron. Words are hard. And also... Hey, nerds. This is Sammy. Let's do this. And lastly, we have... This is Snow. The party's here! What is up, everybody? Welcome to BAF Hot Take. Welcome back. Hi, motherfuckers. Hello. So we are going to be. Back. So we just saw the movie The Northman. I swear to God, I am so excited about talking about this movie, and I'm really shocked at the direction of this movie because of the other movies he's done, which has only been two other ones. Uh, this is directed by Robert Eggers, who also did The Witch, which we actually did a Sammy Select on. Yes, we did, Ron. Yeah, now that was. Uh, I, I remember I gave it like a negative review, but I actually want to watch it again after watching this and see if I can give more input on it. And also, he did the weird movie, The Lighthouse, which is actually a well-made movie, but it's it's strange. Very B- strange. Both of him. He loves to walk the line of reality with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that about him. Yeah. So, the casting in this movie includes Alan, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Right out the gate. Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> Not him. Don't mess York, him up. Nicole Kidman. Ethan Hawke. Willem Dafoe. Willem. Klaus Bang. Katie Dickey. Oscar Novak and so much more, but <sighs> hey, I, I did say it right. You just you don't no, don't you dare. No, you did good. Oh, okay. You did, you did good. No, you I was really impressed. And then you were like, and so much more, just to brush over all of them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there, there's a lot of there's a huge cast in there's this. Too but many I, I, fucking name. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. and a lot of them probably I would get punishment shots for I, pronouncing that's, them. That's why I was like, Aww. exactly. <laughs> I, I left them out. <laughs> so Sammy picked the drink that we are going to be trying out today. So Sammy, what are we drinking? All right, Ron. So what I found was from Silver Hand Meadery. It is their Dream by the Fire uh, mead. Very appropriate. I know. And has oh this really goodness. pretty, it's got this pretty fire thing. Of course, we'll have the, the picture bottle. on our Instagram. Yes, there is. And that was a bitch of a picture to take because I have tiny little raccoon hands and you have a huge ass phone. Um, so um, a brief description is a courageous seasonal classic crafted with Virginia wildflower honey. Freshly pressed Virginia apples, cinnamon, and cloves, and allspice ignite your senses on a cold winter eve as you dream by the fire. Pairs well with honey coat cured turkey, gouda cheese, dried apples, roasted hazelnuts, dark chocolate, and ginger cookies. All right. So it sounds really yummy. Of course, I will be abstaining, but I will be the pouring bitch. Yeah, Uh, the one thing that we have to say about this is this is our second time having mead because we had mead uh, during our 13th Warrior episode back last year. So that should be good right there. So, all right, guys, you all ready? Ready. And ladies? Yes, yes, yes. Lady. Two ladies. Very exciting. Cheers. 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 Actually, that's really good. That is really tasty, actually. I'm really. It smelled amazing when I poured it. I wasn't really a fan of the smell. I thought it had a really, really like very strong. It actually, t- it smells sweeter than it tastes. Th- does that make any sense? Go around two. Give another swig. Uh, two thumbs up. 
This is really it good. tastes the same as it smells. Yeah, I think it, it, it's, it's really good. Good job. It's really good. Yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with this, and I can tell that it's wine. No, 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 no. So this is a mead, and I actually researched it because at Total Wine, this one was located by the honey wine, and then they had mead. And I didn't know the difference. Um, I was confused. Mead, it has to include the fermentation process with, like, yeast. It must have yeast fermentation for it to be a mead, like a beer, versus a honey wine. So this is an actual mead. It's really good. It's really good. So I, I give it two. So you, you give yeah, it two? it's two, definitely. Right on. How about what do you think, Snow? What do you think, Snow? I would give this a two. <laughs> and it's one of those things where the, the, the smell... The smell is very heavy, but the taste is very light. I really, really enjoy this. Ooh, yay! I'm back and right out the gate. Da, 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 da. And it's it's got nice light legs. It's really, really, it's good. Yeah, no, this is great. I'm I'm drinking this in my uh, and your horn. horn of plenty over there. Yes, your victory yes. horn. It's a good sipping. Oh, that's good. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, that was well a done. good pick, Sammy. Oh, Welcome yes. back, my yes. friends. Yay! All right, so let's go ahead and get into this movie. Um, actually, actually, before we do that, uh, let's uh, get a word from our sponsor. So I'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, we are back with our show, and uh, man, I gotta say this. I, I'm like I said, I'm so excited about talking about this. But of but, course, I, I gotta ask Sammy a question uh, that I didn't ask before when we were doing the uh, review. How much? <laughs> God, did you just mouth fuck Stu's mic? It touched my lips. <laughs> so Sammy is using uh, Stu's, Stu's mic. Using Stu's Ugh. mic, so yeah, probably Ugh. smells like you know. It's not the smell; it's the fact that I know his mouth hole is near it. Ugh. Oh yeah, he sucked it off. So, um, anyways, <laughs> for our listeners, you have to now pay two ninety nine for the additional minute. <laughs> All right, so Sammy, actually, I have a question. How much did you pay for the uh, mead that you got here? Um, so this particular one, um, there was like some rancid, like real low, low ball. Um, this would be considered, I'd say mid shelf. It was about, um, 18 99, like oh, to 20. Bad. Yeah. It was like 20 bucks with tax. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. I just finished the bottle. And, um, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, a, it's a little bit smaller, but like snow was saying, it's a very, wouldn't do a lot. Like definitely have with food. It, it needs to be eaten with food. I'm going to say this flat out that I I'm, want to have that in stock in my fridge. I was talking. Yeah, that was rude, oh, I Ron. didn't mean to interrupt Snow. You I'm sorry. That was rude. You're so well, you're not important. I have backup <gasps> now. Ouch. Oh. Uh, Best bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Oh, shit. The meat is really good with chocolate. Oh, Ooh, there is? you go. Yeah, I'm just going to say. Well, there you are. So fancy. Stop interrupting. So let's go ahead and get into the movie. It's fucking phenomenal. It was it was a really really awesome movie. It was very it's very uh well, what smackery. <laughs> what happened? She tried so hard not to get a punishment shot by like eating chocolate on the mic. She's oh just like Stu gave me shit about so like fucking far taking the headset off while I was trying to eat a fucking shit. Yeah. Well, you were just like literally slip smacking on the twig. It wasn't at, no. I got a punishment shot not on fucking crunching the chip. It was me making the bet moving the opening the, the, the fucking bag and making. Like everybody and their mother heard it. Yeah, yeah. It was just bad timing because you started talking as I was consuming food, yeah, drinking meat and sucking on chocolate. (laughs) Delicious. So there you go. So what did you think of this movie? It's beautiful. It was really one of the most like beautiful movies I've seen in a long time. Beautiful and fucking intense. It was very intense because I remember you telling me because we saw this separate. Me and Sammy saw this separate from. uh, We saw uh, it the week before you did. yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you suggested it and. I yeah. saw the trailer and I was like, you know what? We got to go see this. Yeah. And I'm sorry. At the end of the movie, the first thing I said, 
this movie fucking rocked. Yeah. Like I was, I said, I need to see a movie. comedy afterwards. Cause it was, it was feeling See, not, not to me. I could watch this over yeah. and over again and yeah. not get bored of it at all. That, that, that that's, I have a top 10 movies of all time with the top 10 movies where basically it's a movie that I can watch over and over and never get sick of. And this is one of them. I fucking love hey. it. We'll, we'll get that into our pint reviews, but I thought that the film was absolutely, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, there were one or two things that I, that really irritated me, but that's okay. We'll get to that. But no, it was, it was beautifully shot. It was awesome cast, phenomenal story. Uh, again, I, I like, um, have a good amount of Norse, uh, Scandinavian in my family tree. So I just thought it was really, really amazing. Uh, it reminded me of Beowulf, like done right. It was a really, really cool and and really, really, really good movie. Didn't you? I remember you telling me something about how Hamlet took took from this. Actually, that was Snow, and I'll kick it over to her. She actually did the research on. This. Oh, okay. Snow. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, when this movie was coming out, everybody was like, "Oh, they're taking this from Shakespeare's Hamlet," and that's wrong because Hamlet was actually taken from Shakespeare. Took it from old folklore about the original story of Amleth. The actual story of Amleth is based on the history of the Danes, which was written back in 1200. Yeah. Long time ago. And those were also based on like oral traditional stories. Um, so almost stories like that we're Odyssey, about. Iliad kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Cool. That those just handed down stories talked about of this person, Amleth, from the Vikings. Yeah. So Hamlet is based on this story in a originally. different type of view like a di- there's some little differences it's, that it's they change the core story where yeah. you have the prince who's the 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 uncle kills the the father yeah. and then it, the son seeks revenge killing the uncle yes but the, re- yeah so hamlet crown. is actually based on this story even mm-hmm. though hamlet is older this story is based on the original story so this isn't based right. on a true story this is based on like a poem just like beowulf or <sighs> I think yes and no. There are mis. There's you have your own interpretations of it, um, but this is based off of an actual person. Yeah, really. Yeah, it yeah. was because in the history prince. of the Danes in books three and four, his story is told. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. there, it's a it's a historical re- recount of Amleth with Hollywood mixed in with twist, it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Creative license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To create yeah. more of like a dramatic effect and stuff like that. But the good thing, but the cool thing about it, though, is that Robert Eagers, like, he did, like, a shit ton of fucking research mm-hmm. for this. He did uh, set pro- set prep in Northern Ireland for it a year before they ever started doing it. No anything. shit. Well, they were supposed to film this in Iceland. Yeah. And they did a lot of the pr- principal photography of the glaciers and everything was done in Iceland. And then COVID happened. So they had to move all of the photography and all the location shooting to Northern Ireland. Yeah. Oh, really? Where the, um, Which is the beautiful, stu- by the way. The studio that they shot on. And honestly, God, I thought is, they were shooting in Iceland. When Snow told yeah. me that, I was like, what? They were supposed yeah. to shoot in Iceland, but then they had to move everything to the studios in um, Ireland, to yeah. Belfast Studios. Yeah. I have to say this, my favorite shot actually, just with uh, the whole cinematography and everything, is that shot where there are uh, Olga and Hemleth? Hemleth. Okay, I'm just making sure I get the names right. Just say know, Words are hard. Yes. Um, the whole thing right there, and you just see the uh, camera zooming out, you just see that whole like mountain background and that waterfall coming down. While is they're it when in they're the in the pool. hot springs? Yes. Yeah. You want to hear something funny? Go ahead. They don't have any hot springs in Ireland. That's a jacuzzi they built. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. yeah so underground like dirt jacuzzi? Yeah, they actually like 
built and brought in a jacuzzi, dug it in dirt, and put it there, and just like heated it up for that scene. Because oh they don't shit, have but it looked realistic. Hot, I know though. it did. They don't have hot springs. <laughs> but did you? What did you think of that scene, though? Do you think oh, that was a beautiful it's, looking scene? It's gorgeous. Like I, I, I remember did. sitting in the theater and watching that scene and being like, "Oh, I want to fucking be there. I want to go there. I love, I love hot springs. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 everything they did is so epic and beautiful in this film. It's, it's amazing that the what they brought and and the fact that it it did so poorly in the theater is a damn shame because it's gorgeous and it's really worth the watch see that's the thing i went to rotten tomatoes and i looked at user reviews of this movie and uh it did not really get that high of a rating from a lot of people a lot of people found it boring found it very which is a shame which is very very strange i wonder what the mean age of the demographic who went and saw it because okay for our group we're our our average like age is you know about 37 to 40 okay okay so like you you're low end (laughs) snow um Um, i'm being nice you 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 are you're lying it's nice you're welcome (laughs) i'm a chick i don't have a religion I got you. I got you, boo. Um, but no, I honestly wonder if you have like a bunch of millennials going in and seeing this, who maybe their mean age is like 18. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to like, you're not going to even keep their attention span that long. Yeah. We'll see that. Yeah. Like you said, the, 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 uh, trauma, the, uh, uh, tomato, tomato meter, meter, sorry, tomato meter. It got an 89%, but mm-hmm. when it came to user audience score, it got a 64, well, again, which was lower. And I was just like, what? Again, really? You this movie have, is considered a masterpiece to me. Well, I mean, if you do, ha- you're right, Sammy. Yeah. If you have the attention span of a TikToker, you're yeah. not going to watch a three, you know, two and a half hour no. epic. Where, where it isn't it. going to be constant bombarding of the senses. Now, the, but it don't, did move. It oh, it was slow. phenomenal. It really no, this, wasn't it was slow. Really it was really good. very intense. It had very, it had some very fucking weird moments. I'm not going to lie. It's oh, very I, weird out there. Okay, we're going to get intense. into Robert Eggers yeah. and his weirdness because oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot. Well, there's the, a lot of moments I'm going, what the fuck? Did were you guys you like the, when you designed it? Did you guys like how they how they Back separated it into chapters and how they did like the whole? Yes. I think that's Norse. That was, that, it there is, was, yeah. that there that's, was perfect. The it way was they very did cool. The way he decided to do that shit there. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, in fact, does anybody know the all the chapters? And I think there's like four or five chapters in it. There's like the Northman is a last chapter. Um, but there, but I love the fact that it's in a black screen. It shows that's a Norse language, yeah, yeah. Norse language, and then in well, isn't it English it's titles, runes. it's runes, yeah, it's runes, yeah, but it's um, they're Nordic runes. Yeah. So actually, let me go ahead and read out the chapters that are in this movie. So the title cards that are for the movie that that are, are runes are um, Raven Island, Land of Rus, Rus, the Night Blade Feeds, which I thought that's a great title right there, uh, Hellgate. And Saga of Amleth, the Northman. So that that's and it's really cool because throughout the movie those play and it lets you know what's going on. And I, I thought that was really interesting how they did that. Well, I thought it was really cool because it, like you said, it, it broke it into the chapters. It allowed that transition where it's like you, a time is a time change. Basically. Exactly, because you see him as a boy. You see yeah. him as he witnesses. Oh, by the way, spoilers! Anybody who hasn't seen the Northman on this podcast, obviously, because I don't know if you ever put out a spoiler thing on it. But when Amleth witnesses his uncle, his bastard uncle, kill yeah. his dad, and then literally it like it just says like several years or however it's twenty years, twenty years later, yeah. and you see the the boats coming upstream, and he's now like freaking ridiculous Jacked as shit in and hot mode. AF. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh my God. 
gosh. Ethan Hawke, though, playing the father, I would have never expected that. And he actually played the role really well for the short role that he had. Yeah. And yeah. actually, I have a For self- a guy that showed up on a boat, hugged his kid, and then got shanked. Yes. Oh, yeah. trip balls with his kid. Oh, the tripping of the balls? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, with Willem Dafoe? Yeah. Willem. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have a soundbite from the scene because really, when you think about it, this whole scene right here explains the whole movie of what's going to happen. So here we go. I'm going to go ahead and put this on. Do it. William Defoe, William Defoe's voice in this. Yet wise enough to be the fool. Wise enough to be the fool. Tell me, how did Odin lose his eye? To learn the secret magic of women. Never seek the secrets of women, but heed them always. It is women that know the mysteries of men, the Nords that spin and weave at the well of fate. Live in honor. Live. Safeguard your familiar blood. Safeguard your familiar blood. I felt like I was tripping balls watching this. It was so cool, though. Should I fall by the enemy's sword, you must avenge me or forever live in shame. I will, Father. I will. My place will not rest till it's drunk the blood from his open neck. Every single time I listen to this, it gives me goosebumps. I fucking love it. For your fate is set and you cannot escape it. Swear. I swear. I'm sorry, but that scene was amazing. So what's funny is and right after that, and they exit the the little hut and sweat lodge kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, hit um, uh, fair. God, how do you pronounce his name? Fairmore. Fairmore. Yeah, the Fjolner. the uncle, the uncle. Yeah, yeah, the uncle's um men come out and kill Ethan Hawke's character, the king, and. Ethan Hawke is looking up at his brother and he actually predicts the brother's death right there. Mm -hmm. And he says it exactly how it happens. He says, you will go down in flaming vengeance. Mm -hmm. So he's predicting his son exactly the way he kills him way at the end of the movie, which I thought was kind of cool. I I thought it was uh, also very cool. Oh, sorry, Sammy, go ahead. Well, also in same scene when he's talking about, so when you see them in the sweat lodge, and you see him take that armband and he dips it in the blood for mm-hmm. the, the whole ceremony. Yeah. You hear him say to, again, how do we pronounce it, Ragnar? The brother's name? Fjolnir. Thank you. I'm not even, even going to attempt that because <laughs> yes. I don't want to drink that nasty purple crap in the corner. <laughs> so um, I don't think we can get punished for pr- mispronouncing these names. These Maybe. Are, these, these are, are kind of hard names yeah. to do. They're difficult. Um, so, but he even talks about you'll never ever have that cuff stay on your arm. It's going to slide off of it like a serpent, which is what happens is when exactly he becomes a sheep farmer yeah. and he loses <laughs> it. And he's like, yeah, because the other guy's like, yeah, he killed his brother for no reason yep. because a bigger badass yeah. came and took the property within a year of him. Loses yeah. It. yeah. And he becomes a sheep farmer and yeah. is basically chased out in shame and has to go to Iceland. But spicy motor. Ooh. Oh, spicy boner! Spicy that one boner. there is on you, my man. Oh, it's been so long since. Oh, snows, watermelon oh. eyes. Oh, oh, let me bat them for you. Oh, shit. Watermelon num, sugar. Num, 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 all right, hold on. I'm, I'm, let me say what I was going to say. I, I, yeah. I can't fucking. All right, Sammy. Uh, anyways, the the whole ordeal with uh, the head being chopped off. How yes. realistic that was because a lot of movies make it sound oh, like the head can be it chopped off in one slice. Yeah. But you can see he's hacking at his yeah. head to oh, get it off, and gosh. that's a more realistic way of it pointing it. Drives it drives me absolutely batty. Well, Ron prepares his lovely watermelon punishment. Shot. Um, yeah, no, when I see that crap in a movie where it's like you see the whoa, what happened? What happened? Almost 
drop my Thor's hammer. Oh, oh. don't break Mjolnir? Not on like... Mjolnir? Yeah, don't break Mjolnir. Not on this episode. Come on. Yeah, I know, right? Did I try the episode of vinegar? No, you no. do the watermelon. <laughs> you said earlier it doesn't watermelon. affect you. Watermelon. Oh, okay. H2O, watermelon. Sorry. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> Um, but no, when I actually, when Ron and I were rewatching it, it's so pretty though. I actually had to give the film more kudos because I watched it with a more critical eye because I'd already seen it once. Yeah. And when I saw like, uh, say his name again, Fjolner. Thank you. <laughs> going at, uh, I'm going to call the Raven cause he's the Raven King. All right, pause. Going Let me at, take my uh, shot real quick. Okay. How's your shame uh, taste? Uh, you twitch a lot. It's getting worse. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like in the beginning, the I was able to take it with no, with easy, but it, that watermelon taste makes me want to fucking just. The sun <laughs> is shining. It's bright outside. It's warm, and you taste oh, the watermelon. Hey, that's, that's not yours, not yours. The fuck, man. You don't Get take other people's drinks. <laughs> it's like Chase when he stole his water. <laughs> so All right. So while he palate cleanses. Um, no, but I really did think it was great when we were rewatching that scene. When you see that it's not done in like one one and done thing, mm -hmm. he was able to do it in three, which that's even really really good. But you have to keep in mind while that's happening, like the Raven King is still probably semi coherent mm -hmm. at least initially before he's fully beheaded. Well, there's actually a I've read something about when you get your head cut off, you're technically still alive yeah, for like two you're like three a chicken seconds. with his head cut off. Yeah, I mean your head I mean, can be rolling on the ground, you can still be looking around. Not feeling anything and, and still, and then you die. But I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's the kind same of morbid as like, to think about it. No, but no, yeah. it's like the same as when you rip off the leg of an insect or cut off a chicken's head. It's because the ba the brain stem, the brain, so it's oxygen supply. Yeah. So it's synaptic misfiring yeah. for a few minutes, even though it's separate from the body. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty it's a pretty intense scene, but seeing this, there's another thing I have to bring up in this movie that it hey, also Ron, reminded me of. How's that watermelon? fucking hate it um there's another thing that i have to think about this no, movie no, 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 no. this movie also made me think of conan the barbarian i had a little bit of uh, a little bit little because bit. conan lost his it. family lost his mother his mother got her, her head cut off and the father got killed and then conan gets revenge to the uh that is an I, I epic raid scene in that movie in the beginning Dude. oh so good it oh was. you're talking about in conan, conan? oh yeah, yeah oh i love it with the yeah. music and then no 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 yeah so. yeah it, it but that did any of you guys get a, like a conan vibe from this yeah definitely a little bit no uh, a little bit not i mean i got the barbarian or berserker like yeah. you yeah. get that vibe well I see that's the thing i read reviews oh, online from ow. user reviews Damn and review scary. says i'd rather watch conan the barbarian than this and and then i was thinking about because when we were in the theater me and sam were in the theater i was saying this is kind of bringing me up to conan the barbarian a little bit just a little bit but in a way i almost feel like this has done it even better than conan i mean don't don't get me wrong conan the barbarian is a classic now i was gonna say be careful movie. you're gonna like no, I love over that half of your like followers be like, that's <laughs> that's actually one i'm teasing i'm planning on doing next year that's yes. gonna be one of my big picks is conan, conan is awesome because I, I fucking love that movie. But the fact is, is that there fun. are similar... Would you say Conan's not close to Hamlet? But I mean, a, a lot of movies have followed that, you know, that I, formula, just like The Lion King. Well, no, no. Okay, so yeah, The Lion King I mean, was Hamlet. Again, The Lion King was Hamlet, which yeah. is funny because as Ron and I were watching it and I saw the beginning and I go, Mufasa. <laughs> 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 because that, I honestly, that was the first thing that came up in my head yeah. was The Lion King and Hamlet. Yeah. And then when I found that out, I was like, makes sense. But... I think it's more almost like what reminds me more of it is almost like um, 
in Greek mythology, it would have been like the stories of the demigods where you had Odysseus and Hercules and yeah. these Persicles and these basically basically <laughs> these basically's that have the cles in the end of their name basically's that, that would lenny lenny yeah. back then yeah. sammy, the i missed bitch. you so much <laughs> and your sammyisms basically basically um no but um i think it's more that a child born from tragedy growing into this man this form of physical vengeance and then the satisfaction of seeing it through. Yeah. Well, what's really kind of interesting is when he's rowing away and he's just doing his chant. Did you pull his chant by chance? So what's really interesting about this is he's, he goes through this and he's like chanting and chanting and chanting. You're like, you're like, okay, so he's just going to go through life. Like, and they even made it in the previews. Like he's going to go through life saying this phrase and it's just going to be fueling him and fueling him. And then you, they cut to him and as an adult in this rowboat and he's a berserker. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But then at the end of that berserker rage battle, which was really, really cool and sad because at the end they burned babies in a hut. But I'm not going to lie. The fucking scene just at the fire before they do it. Yeah. When they're, that, that just got my testosterone 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 is your mouth hanging with a seizure i'm trying to testosterone testosterone okay testosterone words are hard there it is your man hormone yeah that one yeah but no that scene right there just got me like oh my god i fucking loved it so badass like he ripped a guy's throat out with his teeth that was awesome yeah that was that was a really bad there was some amazing brutal fight scenes in this movie. And that was a single shot, too. That, yeah. that was one yes. single just, shot when you he was... follow him yeah. through, the, through the swamp and up the wall. And Which I give talent to any director that can film a scene like that, because yeah. they did that in Goodfellas. They did that at Birdman. They did that in so many scenes where it's mm-hmm. just one continuous shot. Yeah. And so much has to be done to make that shot work, and it worked yeah. fucking great. I yeah. loved it. The and good he thing, looked so intense. Like, you can see when other directors... Like if the, in that scene, if it was shot by somebody else, right, it would be done up in like two or three different cuts. Yeah, you know, there are. I mean, you can. There's little nuances that you can see though. Yeah, that it, that it shows it's done in. It's not one continuous shot. Yeah, you know, and to have everybody um, lined up just right at the right spot. It was choreographed perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and. Um, it's, it was fucking, it was beautiful. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, it all leads up. There's this big epic battle of them raiding, of them raiding this village to the brutality that it ends with, with them getting rid of all the weak ones um, in this terrible, terrible way. And then it leads into Skarsgård walking into this, um, this hut with um, Bjork as the witch. And she um, is basically there. And then she starts, talking to him and she reminds him about his vow so then you realize he's been doing all this but then he basically like he got so lost in the berserker rage yeah he forgot he forgot his vow and she reminds him of it but um she hands him this tear and then the, yes. in the tear he was given in the sweat hut yes back when um willem dafoe who was the jester yes. that yes what's the uncle's name 
Fiona there. Got so mad about when she's when Ragnar, he, that's your line well, for this no, show. No, no, no. When when <laughs> but you do that's, that's the funny thing though, is the jester was also the witch. If yes. nobody realized yes. that, that was Willem Dafoe as well, the jester as the he's witch. He's not necessarily a a witch. Well, no, shaman. You said shaman. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Spiritual advisor. He's uh, he was witch the, doctor. Yeah, he was the war raven. Um, he was his he advisor. was advisor. His his friend is advisor. Yes. Um, but also like does the rite of patch the rite of passage and everything else. But um, again, there's that weird spirituality fluidity where then you see like that same spiritual paranormal element show up as Bjork with the same tear yeah. yes. that he took when um he was a the boy. Raven King showed. Young Ath- Ath- Amleth, Amleth. Yeah, thank you. His wound, his war wound before he dies. Um, but I also just wanted to also just touch on that experience of the Swetch Lodge because that is something very, very prominent. We actually, if you've seen the film Midsommar. I've heard of this movie. Yes. It's supposed to be wacky. Yeah, and again, yeah. It's, oh, it's it crazy. is surreal. Yeah. It's it fucking is, crazy. It's, um, it's one of those ones you have to watch it multiple times and it just gets more and more crazy. What is it? What is it? What type of genre it is? It's Scandinavian. No, no, no. But there was oh, another type um, of genre of horror it, it, film. There, I don't know. Some people are calling it like meta, but I don't know. It, it's a, it's a horror movie, but it again is set in Scandinavia in like the Swetchlog thing where you have like witchcraft yeah. and all of that. And again, everyone knows like the Norse were like pagans and that was literally part of their day-to-day life. One of the things that I think needs to be commented on in that when Willem Dafoe not only points out that the uncle is literally borking uh, the queen when no, he's she, she gets, she's borking him excuse me yeah she gets she gets wet she her fluids flow for yes, for other men for other men he yeah and yeah. he's pointing out that she's being a whore yeah whores oh, there it is I'm, I'm on a show where I'm a sound clip that's amazing I can just do it natural and organic whores there yeah. you go but no he points it out and uh, uncle Fiona. thank you gets so pissed gets so pissed because it's like showing his hand. He's getting yeah. outed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah he exactly. goes off on him. He and goes, you don't realize it at first until yeah. the end when you're like, you're like oh, oh, they were that's screwing why. the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Borkin, Borkin the, the brother. Yeah. But I also, I love that, how the supernatural, like, it evolves and everything and the predictions and all of that. Of and, it, and again, it's this cylindrical, even, like, the chant. There's three parts to it. So you have... The part where he's saying, you know, I will, I will avenge uh, you, father. I will save, save you, mother. mother. I will kill you, Fjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, here you have as a child, he goes through this huge ceremony. Where he becomes a man when he's going to become king, and yeah. he has everything predicted. And then again, twenty years later, when he's forgotten, and he's a berserker and a badass. Yeah. And again, it's this. I love how he's, he's hooking his soul. Like well, he's like. His, soldier, his shoulders is like the way Everything. that he's like no, like you've punching got the, over. Literally, you have the wolfskin and they're, they even say these are not humans. These are animals, animals in they're, man's skin. They're wolves in man's, man's skin. skin. Yeah. And they have to learn how to become men because they're just beasts. And yeah. then you see them berserk and you're like, holy crap. Um, my favorite scene with, with the foxes, which we will get to there. But again, you have this Bjork character, the second witch or shaman, holy person, again, predicting... Um, Asmith's like future and where to find the blade he needs to make it happen and then the third is she the, doesn't do that no 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 she gives him the tear to remind him of the oath yes and then he becomes a slave cuts his hair gets on with the um the slaves to find get shipped to Iceland because this ridiculous yeah, uncle lost her stuff <laughs> I know I know but I wanted to bring it to yeah. the third one where he again sees another witch 
yes to get the weapon to do this so again like the supernatural in this film it's it's so all enveloping and inclusive and i don't want to go too much further because i know we're going to break it down but i just wanted to kind of jump on before we went too far away from the sweat lodge thing let's go ahead and play that clip for with the uh, witch Prowling shuttle snare of my people I am no one's brother. It is not enough to be the man that never cries, Prince Amleth. The prince that turned from his fate. A beast that cares for naught. A beast that wrings tears from the eyes of man. I think that's her only role in the whole movie, but is, the fact yes. is, yeah. it, I guess she she has a, no, a Norse background, I believe. She's, yeah, from she's, Scandinavian. Yeah, she's she Scandinavian. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, and I thought it was really cool how they brought her in there, because I think she's been in other movies in the past, in like the 90s and stuff like that. Um, she's a, uh, she's I think a, a pop singer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I've heard some of her music. It's actually not that bad, but I thought that was really cool how they did that. I remember Sammy also saying that it kind of reminded her of The Witch in uh, Sleepy Hollow. It did, it did. Like, honestly, there were, there were definitely scenes that reminded me of Sleepy Hollow when, like, Ichabod Crane is warmed by, um, well, by the blind witch in the woods. And even to the, how they did the like tree of life in this, where it's like blood pumping throughout, it reminded me of the tree of the dead. And you yeah. see that very beautifully when um, the Raven King is like having M- Asmeth like touch his wound. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to really, say this flat like out. gory beautiful. It was. It was I like oh, macabre. Yeah. I love macabre yeah. beautiful. The though. cool thing about that though was um, when you see Amleth touch his um, his father's wound, mm-hmm. right? It opens up, mm-hmm. okay? And it shows what they call the king tree. Right. right? It's like a family tree, right? It, no. What it is, it's Idrisil, okay. which is the tree of life, the earth tree. Okay. All right? And that is... Well, what? isn't Idrisil a different thing? Because this was the tree of kings, and Idrisil is actually like... The like uni- center of the universe. It is no, it is no. But what I'm what I mean by that is this is a the, he's calling it the 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 king tree, right? Right. But they're re- I'm sorry, they're referencing 
is what I meant to say. Yeah, he, dr- it- he dreams of Idrisil. Yeah. But yeah, they're two. I think they're two different things. It, you could, I guess, you could call it that. Yeah. But I know um, they're referencing um, Idrisil. Yeah, cause in they, this they do. They reference it a lot. They do. There's so much beautiful Norse mythology in this movie. Yeah. And they they uh, they reference um, for for people who who aren't aware, Idrisil is basically like their big bang. Um, the the Viking and Norse old Norse. Um, like the center of their universe and from Yggdrasil, which is, which is the tree, the tree of life. And from that, they're not, um, Odin created their nine realms, their yeah. nine worlds. Right. And they have like, and the, the ultimate, and it's like the bridge to get to Valhall and they have Asgard and Midgard, which is earth. And they have Vanaheim. Can I interrupt and, real quick? Yes. Well, I have a question. The Valhall. Yes. That's Valhalla, right? Yes. Heaven. Yes. So it's another name for Valhalla? Yes. It's just a different way. It's, it's a different, different way of saying it. Okay, see, because that I questioned when I was watching the movie, kept saying Valhalla, Valhalla. Is that Valhalla? I mean, it the, is. The, it's just the pronunciation. Okay. It's like okay. A, it's emphasis a, on. All right, get back to it. I'm, yeah. like, I, I was curious. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, there's just all of the realms that they have, and also hell, right. which is also another realm in there. Um, but the, each branch leads to another world, and they're all connected from. What is essentially the Rainbow Bridge, which is um, Thor. Uh, it, 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 but you know what? Sorry. You don't know how accurate they are in that movie. It's super, super like cinema. You know, it's, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's Disney. It's you know, eye, Marvel. It it's is, eye candy. It's it eye is. candy. It is yeah. definitely candy. eye candy. <laughs> it is. It's eye candy. Can and it, they went Rainbow Bridge, literally. But that—that's what it's called. It's called the Rainbow Bridge. Um, which is what connects all the realms. Well, and it's interesting. Be- and it's called it's called um, uh, Bifrost is what is what it's called. Yeah, Rainbow the Bifrost. Bridge. Yes, yes, that is uh, the actual name of the Rainbow Bridge that connects. You know, how do you get from realm to realm? Oh, I'm learning about this. Like but I said, this is cool. To, the the, the Bifrost is how you get across the unpassable ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you, the universe, and if you think about it, when you break down what a rainbow bridge is, it's light. Light is refracted into a rainbow through a prism. Yeah, and light, light speed would make sense if you're literally going across to different realms or galaxies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it, light can jump across an ocean. It can jump across anything. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. Well, and then um, the Raven King, you yeah. know, Ethan Hawke's uh, character, he clearly in in the sweat shack, he he worshipped. Odin. They they were they were a community that worshipped Odin, mm-hmm. and so throughout um, Skarsgård's life, even on a small scale, he worshipped Odin. And you'll see that in his tributes later on. We can discuss. Those oh, I'm excited. Oh, his tributes to to Speaking Odin. Speaking of macabre. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> yes, yeah. He, he tributed his his kills to Odin and to his father, which was super fun and gross. But yeah, no, that's, see, that's the thing. That's the uh, cutting the head off a horse. I mean, the, oh no, 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 that no. was no, that's different. That yeah, was that can was. Can you explain that, Ragnar? Because I, uh, what, what is that? That was his, right. the brother's uh, way to play tribute. Yeah. So that was like the, that was the funeral. Yeah. So during funerals, you have um, and really what they were were they're sending them off. To the afterlife, yeah, in hopes that they will be accepted into Valhalla, right? All right. Um, so you have normally, so there, you're they're not really near the ocean. They, you know, they were. I take that back. But in this particular portion, they didn't. They weren't on the water. They didn't go to the water. They were shepherds. They were in the middle of. It was yeah. taking too long to get there. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. 
Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was. About to whoop your ass. No, I was reinstating it. I was, you know. Yeah, so what they do on. is um, the Fallen, they will have a ship for them. Yeah. Right? And they will have a sacrifice that'll go along with them into the afterlife. And this particular version, they have also the horse that they rode. And, and the and the woman. Yeah, and the woman. But he was talking he was asking why the horse. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, because I was always curious how that because that there was like many horses killed in this, like where they had their head cut off. And that's why I was wondering if that what kind of ritual that was, because it was during a funeral. Cause I remember at the end of the movie when uh Fjolner. There you go. I, I'm not, I don't say it right either. I'm not, and everything else. But the fact is, when uh, Skarsgård went to the volcano area, to the that area, he saw uh, Nicole Kidman's character, his wife, and the son laying right next to a horse with the head cut off. So I was like, I, I didn't know that was a ritual back then, like that. So yeah, it's so that they can ride off. Okay, so it's like like um, a Valkyrie. No. So okay, it's totally different. It reminds okay. me, I, like I said, I'm learning. <laughs> if you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it reminds me almost of when they would put the coins for the boatman. Similar. Yeah, like, Similar. It, like okay, you're going to need this to go across the River Styx. Yeah. You're going to need a horse to get to wherever yeah. realm yeah. that is. Um, but I also wondered if... Fjolnir. Thank you. <laughs> worshipped a god that also worshipped horses because, as Snow alluded to, when um, the son, not the young one that like almost got killed during the game... Mm-hmm. But when his friends got chopped up, they were put into no, the shape of a that, horse. No, 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 no. That's not what that was for. It wasn't? No, no, no. Okay. That, that was something that Amleth did. Okay. And that was an ode to Odin because okay. he, he he arranged the bodies into Which Odin's cool. into Odin's horse Sleipnir. Oh, okay. That was Odin's eight-legged horse. Oh, okay. And it only had four on the picture. Did no, we talk about this no. on the mask? There was eight legs on the horse. There was? He, yeah, about he, the horse. The yes, eight-legged horse. Yeah, we talked was, about that in the yes, mask. Was, yes. About did. Loki. Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. because oh, he went right, down, yeah. banged some horse, made it for yeah, his father. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the same horse. So Odin's horse was called Sleepnir, and he had eight legs, and the eight legs was to help convey souls of the dead to the across the nine realms. Oh, cool. Okay. And he actually made the bodies into a tribute of the, of the eight. If you, if you look at it, they all they, it was eight legs. That's crazy. The director really did a lot of research. Oh for no, this it's beautiful. It he was, legit it really, like really. It's cool. teaching me shit that I, I I don't know, and I'm I'm glad. I'm yeah. like I'm glad you guys are here to, Which to teach cool. me this. Like each of the actors, they did their own fucking research. Yeah, you know, and um, Skarsgård did his own for um when they first went into battle. Yeah, for the uh, when they're the berserker. When you talking about the raid when, of the village? When, yeah, when they went mm-hmm. into animalistic mode. Yeah, for it. Because it's an it's an actual true thing, and I think I, I told you this uh, like a week or two ago about like you have different uh, versions of Norse people in as like warrior forms, and you have like your normal warrior, and then you have um, your berserkers, right? Who are normally they take the hides and characteristics of a bear, right? Right, and then the other one, man, bear, pig is um the uh, they take the characteristics and they believe that they're taking the shape of a wolf right right and i can't pronounce i'm not even going to try and pronounce it cuz i'm i'm going to well because they say up. that they're the sons of Pharaoh, the, the wolf that um fenrir thank fenrir. you yep yeah, Fen- again from fenrir loki is, loki boffin an animal fenrir is the is a giant fucking wolf in norse religion mm-hmm. and um 
Would that be the same wolf that's in Thor Ragnarok? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's the one that, one. that Helena it? brings back with her. They, yeah. they use a lot of real Norse yeah. mythology in Thor. See, I had no idea. Yeah. It's just See, I thought really it was all pretty. comic book lore. I didn't know, realize no, it was actually it's all, real. It's all based in real truth. In Norse they, mythology. They, they, yeah. they did a really good job. They just sauced it up a lot. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that was a yeah. badass yeah. looking wolf in that movie yeah, too. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok was fun. That was a fun movie. It really was. I thought it was terrible. It was a lot of fun movie. That's actually probably my favorite of the Thor films. I know that's off subject, but that that one is just fun to watch and funny too. I'm I'm Very real worried about the new one, but I, I'm excited and worried at the same time. So that nah, shouldn't be that bad. We'll see what Hopefully, happens. Love and Thunder, July. But oh, go ahead. Um, but um, yeah, you were saying. So there was the. So they, what they did was the the ritual that you see around the fire actually is what goes on is what is what they would do, and you would have more or less a shaman, a um, spiritual yeah, person, and he would basically do his chant. Around the like, fire, like the tubal, yeah, the tubal throat singing, yeah, yeah, and um, put them in an animalistic trance, yeah, so that they were fearless. And you see them uh, change, mm-hmm. and it was done. So they practiced it once to the beginning of it, the dance, right around the fire, and everything after that was all off the cuff. Oh shit! So it was basically. However you feel this should go, fucking do it. Yeah. You know? And it was, yeah, and then they, after they, the whole thing was off the fucking cuff. So it was really, however you feel to bring this or bring this animal side out, fucking do it. Go yeah. with it. As you said the other night, let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> Which you see with Skarsgård, because his eyes like roll back in his head. Yeah. Right, yeah. right before well, he, like, start he howling. Has, yeah. He has been wanting to portray a real Viking movie. He, I mean, he's he played Eric Northman, the vi- wow. va- Viking vampire king, Gosh. on True Blood for eight years. But he has been wanting to do like a, a real Viking movie for a long time. He he actually and, is the one that proposed it to Robert Eggers. Yeah. Well, he did a good job. He did yeah. a great yeah, job. Yeah, he didn't the role. propose the actual movie, but he he you the story. Talk about the name? Oh, this was so funny. So <laughs> he um when they were he never ever told Eggers that he was Eric Northman at any point during the filming. <laughs> and Robert Eggers has never watched a single episode of a True Blood. Blood. So everybody, when they were like heard about this movie, and they're like, oh my God, is this like his backstory? It's Eric's so origin. Eric, it's, it, yeah, it's Eric Northman's, nor- yeah, they really thought that this was like the True a Blood. A backstory vamp- of a vampire? They thought it was his origin story. Oh my God, he got killed. They thought that they, they were yeah, gonna freaking Game of they Thrones were like, it. They were like fanboying the shit out of this for True Blood fans. I'm gonna say this flat out. <laughs> Sammy and I, Sammy and I, I, I got into yeah. True Blood. I, 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 oh. I, I, I'm such a diehard. Quit True the Blood subject. Man. I quit the uh, episode. I think after the third season. But uh, Sammy was watching it. You. Oh, oh I, I wasn't into it. Sammy sorry. was watching it. I remember when uh, Skarsgård's character came on. Eric, Eric came on. Yeah. You about almost girl boner yeah. hard. Yeah. Both oh. of you do. Oh. Yeah. Don't even yes. know. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So and so he good. and he didn't even find out until well after the film was like done that the uh, the director didn't even know that he had played a character called Eric Northman, and so the fact that the movie is named Northman had nothing to do with it. It's That's just kind funny. of funny. So I'm sure I a lot of people, a lot of True Blood fans. Oh wow, we get to see his background. Yeah, Wait, what the fuck is this? Not a damn thing. Nothing. Actually, yeah. even if it was, still okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally fine he with it. looks the part for reals. No, he did oh, a great job. I was very yeah. impressed. Like I said, this this Looks great. And I, I'm gonna say this: this movie was very like um, 
I'm not trying to be sexist, but a very manly movie. No, I'm, it I'm wasn't. No, it yes, wasn't. It was. No, yes, it, it wasn't. Would you no, agree with wasn't. me? Come on. No, how wasn't it? it how, okay. Okay. I don't believe that it was strictly a man movie because... No, he didn't say that, it was strictly. He said it was no. a manly movie. No, he said man movie. I said manly he movie. Said manly. That is not what you said when we left the theater. Okay, when we watched but we're talking it. about what we're talking about this podcast. Should I call a vote? For what? You're just trying to like because you added L Y to a word. Yeah, let's call a vote. I'm for not calling you a vote. Adding adverbs. I, I, I'm feeling everybody's gonna go against me. How many? No. Okay. Fuck that. No. It nope. is a manly yeah. movie. Yes, but I also think it's a very strong female movie. I don't agree. Really? You have the white-haired chick who, when the freaking she's just a piece of ass. Uh, she is the freaking vessel for a warrior like queen and that's literally who she has when you see the um the tree yeah. and you see the the daughter get the yeah, crown yeah, not the yeah. son and even when they go through I all mean, the different was, things okay so guys it was really fun when she like bitch slapped the shit out of that dude with her period blood right like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. a hardcore yeah. shit like, like you're not raping me fuck you blood wait like, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, what sound does it make? <gasps> Splat! <laughs> and you're gonna tell me that's not, and not to mention, she like, was the like alpha chick to match I, I will say Northman's yes. alpha-ness. I will say this, and I, I think I kept saying it, saying it to Sammy, he's like, this fucking woman's hot. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, great. She I is. mean, you, you can have it because he's fucking hot as hell. Oh, yeah, she, no, she is hot. I mean, and the thing is, she was in the she was in the witch. She, she was, was. She played Tomlin, and she was only 14 when she played Tomlin yeah. in the witch. Well, I think and did that, phenomenal. I think that was released in 2014, 2012. I don't or know. You have to IMDb that. Shit. The fact is, she, she's in her 20s right now, but she was very. Which was super creepy because I'm like, she looks like a child. I look like she's like 26. He's like, that's still legal. I'm like, ah, you're so gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie here is was um so mad max fury road right yeah mm -hmm. um what, what what who's who did uh charlize theron play uh furiosa. furiosa furiosa you're talking about the brides no no i was asking who she played furiosa no, yeah thank you yeah um she is actually playing furiosa in a new series oh she's the one yeah she's playing the uh the uh the younger uh furiosa yeah. the prequel series her backstory that's who she's playing oh tomlin is gonna uh, be young furiosa i'm actually yeah. not oh that'll work yeah. i'm actually work. okay with that yeah that actually will work i think that'll be badass it will. I, i'm because when you think about mad max for your road which we had an episode which sammy did a great job in back in our uh our uh summer series thank you um i know the fact is is that <laughs> yes Furiosa, Mad Max Fury Road was more of a Furiosa movie than a Mad Max movie. Yeah. A lot of people would agree to that. But the fact mm -hmm. is, is that they, she was such a popular character that they want to make a story about her and her being casted. I'm actually not bad with that. Yeah. that that's actually worked out. I think out. it'll work out really well. Yeah. She, Cause I, I loved her in this movie. She was a very, she was very on her own. She was very like, she wasn't like, you know, uh, she was freaking a badass. Even when they're raiding and they're berserkering and she's like, they're trying to weed out the thin, like the, the herd basically. Oh yeah. Oh well, man. She, she freaking came out with like the, the food and is like, no, don't. And like, she's like, Sha -sha! and shanks a bitch. Like yeah. she is bad ass. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm always going to step up when there is a badass chick character that needs that. Like, she, she needs her props. Yeah. So I, I do think that this is like a very strong guy movie, but it does have a very strong female character. It has two strong female characters. Well, uh, no. it has, it has Who's a strong the second one. No, I was going to say that like Nicole Kidman is in it, but she's got it. She's just oh, a bitch. She's, I'm not going to lie. She reminded me of Cersei's. First of all, I'm going to say this. I'm going to bring this up. I wasn't expecting that. Not, not really because Cersei will defend all of her kids. 
See, this bitch was gonna fuck her kid. Okay. No, no. Uh, well, so did she, so she did Cersei. To kill one of her kids. Yeah. Cersei yeah. Okay, but kill any of her Nicole no, she Kidman. Would fuck Nicole Kidman's character. Nicole Cersei Kidman's character. Anybody who's when, related to when they were inside Lord. the tent. When yeah. when Nicole Kidman's character and uh, he was in the tent with her and everything else. Oh, and and he was getting that was and he was getting closer shit. to him. I was like, oh, he's just gonna give the son a hug and just be like really close. And then she just kisses. I was like, "What the fuck did my what? did you yeah. did you vom- did you vomit in your mouth a little bit?" I, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that that was the only little shock to me. Like little like, "What the fuck?" You know, it, the Again, what the fuck moment yeah. in the movie. I, and then I, her raging like raccoon of a child comes out. Oh my out gosh, and just Chucky. stabbing the <laughs> shit of yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! That, that kid. kid was freaking on well, something. That that damn shit. Well, you know, I, I think the way the why he came out like that is so you wouldn't feel that bad for him when he gets killed. Oh, dude, I didn't feel bad. <laughs> I didn't feel bad when that little bastard was about to get his head knocked off by that big monster dude. What, oh, by the way, what bad. game is that? It was like Viking lacrosse. Yeah, what? or yeah, or the like game Viking that they were playing. Yeah, it looked like a like a football There's game a with a ball. There's a name for it, actually. It is, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't remember the name of it, yeah. but it's like fucking lacrosse almost. Well, yeah. See, I thought it was like rugby or something like that. It's or rugby. Lo- it's rugby lacrosse. It's a. It's their form of it. Yeah. But yeah. But I love how the fucking Alexander Skarsgård just like bashes the guy's head in with his fucking head. Well, I thought that was a freaking berserker. Yeah, I he's like, oh, I don't have any, I don't have a weapon well, on hand. In the beginning, he didn't know the rules, no. so he's kind of like, he's like, okay, learning the rules of the game, and he's like, okay, this is how we're gonna play. Gotcha, well, not bitch. to mention, yeah. can you then imagine? the fucking little kid gets so fucking pissed because nobody, he's not scoring. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? You gotta have the, you gotta give the kid credit. He was an Uber fan. You have to give the kid credit though. He wasn't, he wasn't like a little loser. He was jumping out there in the field and being a part of it. Oh, and he's like, did we win? Like, you're, yeah. No, that kid, I'm sorry. That kid was freaking annoying. I, I didn't think so. I yes, thought it was no. Too- I wanted to punt him in the I, face. I give I him credit like for it. jumping out of the field like that with like those big men, knowing that. Why? That's freaking stupid. It was, but he's still, you know what? He was still brave. Really? No, yeah, no, that's stupid. Idiot. That's oh, stupidity. That's I adrenaline disagree. from stupidity. Come on, Ragnar. What, what do you agree? It's freaking stupid. I'll give, I'll give both parties props. Uh, how do you how do you pronounce the uncle's name? Fjellner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, he was brave for doing it, but he was also fucking stupid in the fact that if you think you're gonna be able to fucking get away from a you know a, a three, tank a three hundred something fucking pound you know six something guy yeah no. It's that not going to fucking gonna happen. Knock his head and that's off, the thing. No that face. motherfucker didn't care. No, no, he, no. Was like, he didn't he give a, a shit. He was a slave. Like, okay, I'm killing everybody on this yeah. field. Yeah. I don't he care. Was like, I don't well, care. He, all he, he did was like, was like a mad dog. He just pushed him. That's, well, I mean, that's like kid, getting hit by a train. No, the kid fell. The kid fell and landed on the ball, which was made of stone. Oh, and okay. His head. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see and that part. And then the guy was going like, to use the mallet and was going to slam the ball into his head. No, I and saw that part. Sound? I was like, yeah. that, that's going to kill the kid huh? right like, there. What kind of sound? Splat! That would have yes, made the sound of yeah. his brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also have to talk about the uh, the scene where he uh, gets his uh, sword. Okay. Which well, I thought was... Oh, so go ahead. I want to talk about how he finds out about the sword with that with that sorcerer who... Um, has the head of Willem Dafoe. Yes, yeah, let's yes. talk about that. <laughs> you but like this? And I, I do no, have this a, is a fucking very very good story. And I do have a clip of the uh, the whole or the whole ordeal of basically how he says that he has a choice of what he has to do with the yes. whole. I'll, I'll play yeah. that after you do that. Okay, so the sorcerer um, well, is. Uh, can I say one thing real quick? Yes, absolutely. So uh, typically, if you know what, if you know the backstory, you'll understand. This portion right here, okay, is that so? Um, seers, right, are what Bjork was, okay, and they are typically female. So you had Willem Dafoe's character, who was a jester, 
right? Yes, and but also he was an advisor. An yeah. advisor, and I, um, he was a mystical man. Yeah. All right? Crazy mystical man from what I saw. Yes. Yeah. And then this individual, which yes. Snow is about to discuss. Yeah, he was a sorcerer. He was the same thing, right? If you were a male in that role, you were basically cast out. Which is why he's like, he's like, yeah, that's why he had to be under like, yeah, in his own thing. You were not, um, you were not part of the village. You were not part of the, well, he was on Skarsgård's side of the whole ordeal from the looks of it, because he kind of helped him, gave him the rope to go down into the uh, cave. Well, again, and it's that try that, that, that three, that perfect threesome of it. And I honestly wonder, and I maybe have guard, but with the supernatural, I, they, it's not like supernatural spirits or advisors necessarily have gender roles. So I honestly wondered if it was like that being jumping between the three. No, but in, or do you think it was independent? It, it was because in that society, it was only the females. Only the females. Yeah. Okay. So that's if cool. you so if you were a male, you were, and if that was your job, if that's what you were, yeah, you were cast out because you're in a bitch position, basically, more or less. Okay. So. Um, Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Um, so the sorcerer, and the way he finds the sorcerer is, Sammy touched on this a little bit. <laughs> I was so worried about your octopus. I dropped my octopus. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so when um, Amleth is acting as a slave in the shepherd's village um, that belongs to? Fjolner. Fjolner. <laughs> That's a role in this fucking that show. That might become another t-shirt <laughs> I make. So <laughs> So fun. Um, he one night when he is out um, doing his his thing, he comes across these blue foxes. Yes, they made me so happy. They were so freaking cute. <laughs> and he follow and he notices that they're just kind of like looking towards him. They're not acting aggressive or anything. And he starts following one of them up into this cave, and it leads into this cave. And inside this cave, he hears the chanting, and there's a fire. And at this fire is this sorcerer. When next to him is this decapitated head. And, um, which is covered at the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and this, the sorcerer is the one who actually, um, talks to him and tells him, he, I've got, uh, I basically, I've got this old friend of yours and he unveils it and it's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem. <laughs> yeah. It's Willem Dafoe. Oh, rotted up corpse. Yeah. Although the fucking skull looked fucking awesome. It did. Yeah. And it's got, he's got no eyes and he's got no tongue and he tells him, Hey, no you're, you're, yeah, he's got, he's your uncle did, you know, all did all this to him because he was loyal to your father. Um, and then you just kind of hear, you know, all this. And then you hear Willem Dafoe's voice come over and he starts telling him, this is how you're going to do it. This is how you find the sword. This is how, and he tells him how to get to the place to find the sword. That's going to allow him to exact his revenge. Yeah. Now the interesting thing is how they get back to like old, like real Norse mythology. So Odin had a mentor, Mirmir, and Mirmir was an advisor to Odin and uh, when Odin was a student for him and Miramir was murdered by Odin's rival gods. And after that, Odin pickled his head, his decapitated head and kept it with him, sprinkled it with some magic so it would be reanimated so he could continue to advise him. And that's kind of what was reminiscent of it by him keeping the decapitated yeah. head. But it went with more of a realistic view on this one because it was more of in his head instead of him. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. 
and I even said it in the theater, I was like, as the camera was focusing on the head, I was expecting the eyes to open and all of a sudden start talking. But you kind of feel like it does, though. Yeah. Because you, you see, see the guy, like, seizuring behind see, yeah, it. Yeah, like, you see it, you hear the voice, and it almost feels like it is moving. Yeah. But it was the, but that goes back to, like, the whole tale of Odin's advisor and him reanimating that and keeping it with him. It was the same thing. That's really badass. Right? That's, that's fucking badass. To jump onto the blue fox <laughs> Fun because they were flipping and flipping adorable. I love them. They made me so happy. Um, but um, actually, funnily enough, the fact that, like you said, like when the foxes saw Skarsgård, they knew because if you actually see the first time when the when they're like, ah, "You Dagon bitch, get out of our chicken hut," basically because yeah. you see the the vixen mm -hmm. ripping out the killing the chicken, you actually see a raven land mm -hmm. when that's going down, which the ravens obviously were. were you know, his dad. And then in Bjork's, I can't remember the witches like thing. Yeah. She says, follow the vixen's tail. And that's when you see him following the blue Fox. And then he meets with the witch yeah, or the male witch with yeah, um, the, the sorcerer. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So again, it's, it's super, super great. Um, and when we get to favorite scenes, I'll come back to the blue foxes. Cause well, let's go ahead and play that so clip great. from the, uh, from the, uh, um, the shaman. The gates of hell. There will my sword be just. I will enjoy feeding Draugr till then in everlasting night. Then shall you also enjoy the moment when you must choose between kindness for your kin or hate for your enemies. That is nothing. My heart knows only revenge. I thought that was really neat how he did that because that also made you think, like, hmm, what is he going to do? Is he actually going to do the revenge or is he actually going to for his kin? So when I saw how this movie ended and it was basically a revenge, the whole thing was revenge. Well, you also don't, you, you think you know who he's referring to, but then you really don't. Yeah. Yeah, because at that point, you didn't know he was, well, you, you kind of knew that he was going to hook up with the blonde chick. But you don't know that he's going to be a father. Exactly. And then yeah. you also don't know that mama's a whore. Yeah, at that yeah, point. crazy, yeah. a crazy one. Yeah, that had the seed of Chucky, and she was also a slave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I remember uh, Nicole Kidman's character pulling her shirt down yeah, and seeing yeah. the uh, slave mark. Well, on and her. and that was to hurt him and be like, you were born of a like unwanted. You were a product of you're a product rape of hate, yeah, and, yeah. and hate and rape and forced upon me. I didn't want you. Yeah. Whereas with Fiona, <laughs> Gunner was perfect and conceived in love because I had already killed your father, basically. Yeah, yeah. terrible crazy chick yeah yeah no it, it this this fucking story is beautiful man i've i've fucking i love Sorry. this movie she just I, talked about I, like, you're like this story is so beautiful so well, i didn't mean it by that god damn now i feel like a fucking horrible person jesus christ what i the love fuck? you best oh my god that's hilarious uh, oh my goodness <laughs> Surprise! Disney hasn't just snapped this one up yet. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and discuss our favorite scenes of the movie. Actually, I'm, I'm really curious to hear everybody's favorite scenes, and uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to our pint reviews at this one too. So, um, Sammy, we'll start with you first. What is your favorite scene in the movie? I have, I have two. Um, my first one is the, when it, it's not the night when they give the mushrooms that make them like freaking trip oh, and that like was cool that shit. was insane yeah. but it's the night before when he's like look it's not time for me to take my uncle Fjolner. blood <laughs> in the in you know against the lake of fire you know he's he's like so like trigger happy he wants to so bad but he's like in the meantime i'm going to be a pain in the ass on this farm and the night when he and the blue foxes 
start howling. Oh yeah, and howling, dogs. and the dogs all turn and start freaking up everybody. Oh, that, attacking their own. Yeah, yeah. that scene broke my heart yeah. though. That's that that dog well, getting I mean, sad. But I understand but it's a why. Mad but, dog, but yeah. just like again, because it was almost that hybrid of him like hitting back into that berserker, but in this whole new pun intended light. And it was just super duper cool. Like I thought that that was awesome. And then my second part, of course, would be the first raid because that scene was just freaking amazing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ragnar, how about yours, buddy? Oh man, there's there's so many though. That's a, problem. a lot. Yeah, you know, you can only um, have a couple. There could only be one. Only be one. Ah uh, man, when he goes to get uh um. And he goes to get uh, his sword, Dragor. Oh, and he uh, um, and fights that corpse king? Yeah. That one there was fucking badass because the scene is made in a way that it's that is actually happening. Yeah. You know, and after he's done with the battle and he he kills the, uh, the giant, um, he basically, like, awakens. He's awake now, you know, and he's able to grab the sword. So it was all in his head, though. It yeah, yeah, basically. But- it was a mental, it was a mental game that he had to win or else um, he wouldn't have been able to get the sword. And the cool thing about it is um, the sword can only be used at night when he gets captured. The fuck the dude who he sliced his nose off of. Yeah. Right. He tries to open it back when he was a child. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to pull the sword out and it doesn't, you know, so it proves that the sword is mystical and it can only be opened at night. Yeah. Be used. And the and the, then so they just throw it right in the hut with him. Yeah, like a, oh, this is fucking dumbass. <laughs> um, and the cool part about it is that the sword is very reminiscent of uh, a Sutton Hoo sword, um, which is a very famous seventh uh, century sword that was discovered. Yeah, and the and the reason it's very famous is because. It's a beautiful fucking sword, and I've seen uh, I've seen a few people, a few uh, bladesmiths remake it, and it's very, very difficult to do. It's very, very intricate and ornate in the design of the blade itself, and the fact that uh, this particular sword back then was made in that sort of fashion is absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, it was beautiful. I mm-hmm. really like yeah. the blade. Yeah, no, I did too. Snow, what's yours? It's got to be the the first Berserker battle. It's just the way it was shot. Just it was so epic, and the way Scarsgard looked, just kind of hulking <laughs> through of the. Of course, and you yummy. Fuck you. He's hot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> got two girl boners. Agreed. Here. You know what? Whatever. Um, like we don't hear it from you guys all the time. To- oh wait, Lenny's not on the show. <laughs> No, it was just, it was just it was really neat the way it was done and the way the camera just follows the whole thing and you see all the action going on. The one continuous him. shot, yeah, yep. that's a yeah, really cool. Everything way of just going on beyond it and everything. Ha- it was it was so cool and it just takes you to a whole other place and it was really really intense and just as the the blood just accumulates onto him as he kills more and more and more. It was very, very neat. It was cool about that though. You could see yeah. at the very end, yeah. like how exhausted he is getting yeah. from doing this for 20 something years, you know, yeah. or not 20 yeah. years, but you know, X amount of years yeah. and shit. Like it is, he's getting exhausted over it. And I think that is why, uh, Bjork's character finally showed up. Yeah. yeah. I think so too, because yeah, 
he like he he didn't even stop when like all the other ones are like like woo yeah. ladies. He was like nah, nope, step, 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 step. Yeah. Right. Well, and you can also see that you know other the other Vikings they're going after women, they're going after children, they're mm-hmm. throwing people into the hut to you know murder women and children. They're also <laughs> gathering people up for slavery too yes. to sell for and slavery. He doesn't touch women and children. No. I will say that he mm-hmm. personally he'll he'll kill any man. He doesn't touch women and children, which I you know thank you for that. Well, he yeah. even says that in yeah. uh, in the hut yeah. with. Um, uh, Oka, yeah, that he won't, um, he won't kill, he won't hurt women or children. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about my favorite scene. My fucking favorite scene is the part when he actually uh, confronts Fjallner. Yes, right out in that <laughs> fucking field, and he says, "I am Amleth the Beowulf, son of King the War Raven, and I am his vengeance." That fucking scene right there, and then he starts going down the hill and just killing all those fucking uh, uh, the uh, uh, soldiers, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, but then he looks at uh, Olga running away, and that's what kind of brings him down. But just that scene where you could just see that he just has all this hatred because he wants to kill him, that is my favorite scene in the movie. And, of course, also the ending fight sequence I thought was really played out really well at a volcano exactly like it was supposed to happen. And uh, you, you have an issue with that. I have a problem. I, I, I know, I know. I have a problem. <laughs> I know. I have a problem. You have several. When, no, well, this is true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shh, they don't need to know about my broken brain. Um, I wasn't talking about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I have a problem. I understand the whole buildup to fighting in the, the river or the lake of fire and the volcano. The but was they, awesome. It was amazing, but they wouldn't be able to breathe. <laughs> Their lungs would be on fire. Hey, they would the be fact, in fuego. Hey, but the hey, fact that they did it. He beheads him in one shot. But what did you all. <laughs> but they're like standing around, like actually like fighting for at least like a minute and making 20 naked. seconds. Yeah, naked. what did you all That's think of that? Lovely, what did but you in all 20 think? seconds, no breathing. What did you all think of them fighting naked? Do you think that was really necessary? Absolutely. Oh, of totally. course, for you women, of with course, the girl the women think it's necessary. Yeah. Well, I didn't really care about. No, you want to hear something fun? Fjallner. I didn't care about him, but Skarsgård, yes, please. Do you, you want to hear something fun? Yeah. So they gave <laughs> production gave him a framed cock sock that he wore for the whole. Yeah, I saw that. And you know what Bjork got? Three horses. What the fuck? Hey, she you gets know three what? horses. And he gets a cock sock. They had their heads. What the fuck is up with that? He got a framed cock sock from that whole like week of filming in the flaming lava. <laughs> yeah, I think I think funny. another one of the uh, members got the sword, and I was like, I thought yeah, he would actually get the sword, Psycho but he gets Kidman, a fucking cock sock. Yeah, Kidman got the sword. He what the got, fuck? He got a framed cock sock. No, that, that's a bad gift. <laughs> you know I what? frame it. He, you, he was okay with it because he's so used to wearing them in true uh, yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but that, no, that that right there was my favorite scene. Um, so awesome. Thank pff, fuck. <laughs> I'm stuck on cocksock. <laughs> You're stuck on Skarsgård's cocksock. Excuse me. If all only right. we all could be. There's a line, bitch. Get behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not, saying not that to him? him? <laughs> you telling that to him, huh? dude? Bitch, get behind me. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. Two ninety nine a minute. There you Let's go. go. Hold BAC it. right there. Oh, dear. Coming in 2023. Uh, anyways. Yes, Sammy. Sorry. So. <laughs> go sit in the corner. No, it's okay. Go to your corner. Do better. <laughs> shh, shh. You're safe now. Shh. shh. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. No. So I, I just have that bugaboo about lungs working around lava. That was my only thing. But it was still beautifully shot. Really, really awesome scene to, you know, see them duke it out. Everything else. It did look badass. It, it did look badass. It wasn't feasible, but it looked badass. So, um, Ron, I know when we were watching it in the, in the actual theater, 
you really, really like the score. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely have to talk about the score right here. So so the score was done by Robin Carolyn and Sebastian Gainsborough, and that's their only movie score. This is their first ever score they've ever done. They've done, they've done scores for like two TV series, but this is their first motion picture score, and they did so fucking well at this. I swear to God, it was so epic. It was like a Conan the Barbarian on fucking steroids. The fucking drums, the fucking horns. They spent 18 months in lockdown during COVID to write this fucking score. And this score fucking gets you going. I mean, it's got an adrenaline rush to it. I fucking love it. I really hope that this score gets an Oscar or gets an Oscar nomination because it fucking deserves it. These guys did it for their first ever motion picture score. They knocked it out of the park. That score is freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, what do y'all think it of fit, that? I th- it fit really fucking well for, like, the entire fucking movie. Um, every piece of uh, um, music that was played. The instruments, for it, yeah. You know? yeah. The and sound was, design was yeah. really good. And it's really cool because they were, they were actual um, um, drums yeah. that were made for it. And that's exactly what they would use. Yes. And that's, and that's so cool. Like, how expansive it was about, like, the tribal. And then, like, the freaking scene with the Valkyrie at the end. Oh, she was badass. And oh, was, yeah, oh, you need to explain no. the Valkyrie because yeah. Sammy was in the uh, <laughs> Sammy wrote, was in theater saying, is she wearing braces? I legit wrote it in my book. Like, okay, Valkyrie so, question mark braces? <laughs> so I was watching it the same <laughs> When we saw it, I said the same thing. I was like, why the fuck does it look like she's wearing braces? So I looked this up afterwards, and it was actually a thing. Um, not that they wore braces back then, because <laughs> they didn't have dentos, dentists. But um, the dental Marcus, uh, markings on the shield maiden um, are based on findings on Viking graves, where they would find horizontal lines carved into the teeth of the Viking graves for the shield maidens. Yeah, And they would do this by carving into their teeth and then they'd fill it in with pigment and that was for the the valkyrie oh that's really cool Mm -hmm. yeah but that valkyrie scene was pretty cool but you don't know so you're just watching this movie and you see this badass (laughs) valkyrie Valkyrie flying on her on her her pegasus and then you see her and she's she's (laughs) she's going to nerd school you're like wait why is she gonna bring as authentic as they were going for. I, know. So, see, I think Sammy thought it was a blooper inside the fucking movie. I it, did. I was like, you know what? She's so cool. Her eyes, this, it, it Yeah, worked. her eyes were on fire. They, everything. She looks so cool. Amazing. She's going to Valhalla. And then she's just and like, like, she's oh. like, she's, it's a school picture. I don't know. I, don't I have know. two girls. So I was just like, <laughs> hormones. You keep going at it. Right? I swear it was, to God. It was funny. I, was, I had to, I had to look it up. I'm glad yeah. I did. Cause I was confused. You weren't alone. So were a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now we have the explanation of what those yeah. weren't braces. So. Yes, no, thank you, they Snow. weren't. Thank so let's go ahead and... Research. Do your research, people. Let's go ahead and go into our pint reviews. I'm going to start with you, Snow, first. Okay. On critical and enjoyment. All so what right. would you give this? So um, critically, I, I really... <laughs> this movie is awesome. It really, really is. Um, it's brutal and dark and beautifully shot. There is some amazing locations. Um it's absolutely there's a lot of weird shit thrown in um it has some really uh i remember when when you told me that you saw it and you told me basically flat out that um yeah after you watch this you got to watch a happy movie afterwards well it was intense it was really intense like for uh it was it was very heavy it left me with a very i walked out of the movie theater and it was we were doing a double that night yeah so um we just kind of we were seeing it late um, not too late, but um, it was a $6 movie night. So <laughs> and I was like, hey, so why don't we just go see another movie? And so I booked a comedy afterwards. 
And I'm glad I did because when we left, it was just kind of real heavy and it was a super intense feeling movie. So I was real glad that we booked the comedy afterwards because it was just like super giddy after the comedy. But this movie is amazing. Yeah. It really, really is. Um, the adaptations for the Viking lore on screen are just really, really cool, especially with all of the um, like the dreamscapes that they use is just so, so beautiful. The Northman, it's a gorgeous period film. It reminded me a lot of like Spartacus and Braveheart even with the location and um, Gladiator with the fighting. And I, I really, really loved it. Um, it was a real escape movie. Like you feel like you're there. Absolutely feel like you're there. I do think it's a must see. And it definitely um, is an emotional film. I think it makes you feel what these characters are, or what Amleth is feeling. Like you feel the betrayal and the sadness and the fear and the anger, like the anger a lot. Cause there's so much behind it. Yeah. Um, I would give this critically um, probably a four and a half an enjoyment factor. Uh, probably a four and a half. I, I, I really, really, really like that's high. That, oh yeah. Absolutely. That's high. It's that's great. really good. Great. Sammy, how about you? So um, for critical, I am going to have to knock it down by like 0.75 a point because again, their lungs would have exploded. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Bothers me. Bothers me. Um, aside though, from that fact, um, I agree with snow. Like when you, when you're watching it, you are fully immersed. You are on this journey. You are watching. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, I'm going to just go with Skarsgård. You're watching him and you feel everything, even even down to when he has to make that choice to go after Fjolner or stay with <laughs> Olga, with, with, who's pregnant up. with twins, Yeah, you know, and and you finally understand what Bjork had predicted and, and you feel it. Or when you see the berserker and you see how these humans were treated like chattel, but then it's so superimposed across these beautiful landscapes and these amazing scenes and the cinematography and the score and that tribalness and just the, the, the theology, everything. I mean, down to even though the, the Viking or sorry, the uh, Valkyrie wearing braces that are not braces, all of that. Um, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal piece of cinema. Um, it's actually been a really, really long time since I've seen a piece of film that I've been like, Holy crap, that, that blew me away. And that says something because I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with a 4.25 for critical enjoyment. I, I'm going to give it a five. Honestly, I left it. I love, sorry, I smacked the shnikes out of Steve's mic. Uh, left the theater kind of like Ron, like supercharged, like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Because I love manly movies. I, I, I love that, that adrenaline and that testosterone driven, like, awesomeness and and you'll get that with this if you are a millennial and you have a you know nat attention span try to you know watch it get that get that tomato score up or whatever but it is a really really great film i think everybody should watch it i i it blew me away it blew me away ragnar how about you buddy so critically and uh it's a five um just because and it's and the reason it's a five and nothing less is the historical accuracy of the lore of North, North Norse mythology is very well portrayed in this movie. 
the spirituality of it, the supernatural portion of it is there. Um, in, in very, and it's very, it's something that is not, uh, known or really accepted in today's culture. But back then this was their fucking daily life, you know? So for a lot of people, it's very hard for them to understand that like you could drink this, this substance right here and go on a fucking two day tripping bender. You know, and a spirit walk, basically, and see your entire fucking future of what may happen, you know, because in Norse North Norse mythology, everyone has a fate and your fate is determined. They always believe that this is my fate to avenge my family and this is what will happen. And they played it out very, very fucking well. The set locations, the scenes and everything like that, the way everything was prepped for it, um, was done fucking beautifully. I mean, he fucking planted grass a year before shooting in Northern Ireland to make it feel like they were in um, Iceland. That's awesome. And shit. Like, what fucking director does that? Yeah. You know, um, the amount of research that each character did. He did uh, his homework. Yeah. You know, to make this whole fucking thing as believable as possible. And I think it was fucking beautiful done. The movie, every scene was shot, I think, perfectly. And the interactions with everybody was amazing. Enjoyment, I'm going to have to give it like a one. <laughs> Liar. Ah. It was terrible. I you're fucking with me Look right at, there. It was <laughs> terrible. I, Ron, my, my, Ron, my mind just went like completely no, no, like, no, what honestly, the Honestly, if fuck? there was a sound, it was... <laughs> his, his erection just died right there in his face. Boner killer. Um, Enjoyment level is a fucking five as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, we bought this uh, the other night, and I'll fuck. I can easily watch this shit again and again, over and over. Um, because you watch them, you watch this once. You know, it's fucking awesome. You watch it again, you start picking up on other little things here and there that you didn't pick up on the first time. And that's that. I think shows the make of a very good movie is if you can rewatch it and pick up on little things here and there. Find something new every time. That you didn't see before, you know? Yeah. And this movie here absolutely fucking does it. Um, Real quick, just if I may, Ron, piggyback off of uh, Ragnar. They actually did um, an article on this in the Smithsonian Magazine. And it has like the stuff about the Danes and the accuracy. And I mean, he had like basically Norse mythology master yeah. professor people. And it has all of their name like on set while they were doing this too. And it, and it's available online. It was a really, really cool read and it literally backs exactly what you said. I just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm a nerd and <laughs> I like to read. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Ron, please uh, go ahead and give us your rating. Like I said, when I, when I saw this movie in the theater, I walked out in a great mood. And I told Sammy flat out, this is in my top 10. No, you like pre-ordered it as we were getting in the car. Yeah, like I I have to remember my top 10, which my top 10 are, I'm going to go ahead and say it. um, You're such a diva. I love it. I I love it. Yeah. Uh, Aliens, Goodfellas, Blade Runner, (laughs) Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade, Gangs of New York, Ed Wood, Empire Strikes Back, Last Mohicans, Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World, and now The Northman, which knocked off Casino. I fucking love this movie. Casino's a great movie. But I I also have a top top 10 worthy. Well, there's a top 20 also, but you know, I'm going by my top 10. We only have so much time on this podcast, Ron. You and your lists. (laughs) Hey, I I, I do that. I'm I'm the one that ends up writing them. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I, I actually have these all noted down. Like I have certain different notes of lists that I have of favorite movies. It's because I'm just crazy like that. But we love this, you. This movie critically was just fucking beautiful. All right, so this movie was so fucking beautiful. When it comes to critical, I'm I'm, I'm going to say it flat out. It's a fucking five. Critically, this movie was well made. The, the as I said to Ragnar, the fucking director did his fucking homework. It was beautifully made. The score, the editing, the fucking casting process. Everybody that was cast in this film was perfect. The color, the the, te- the color template of this movie was great. It was just a beautiful story. And yes, it's a revenge story. And a lot of people like revenge stories. Gladiator, you got Gladiator is a huge revenge story. Uh, there's so many others out there, but this movie really knocked it out of the park. I fucking love everything about it. Uh, enjoyment. It's a fucking five. It, it, like I said, this is in my top ten. I can watch this over and over again i watch this movie and all i have is a fucking smile on my face it is just so entertaining i love scars guard i loved um willem dafoe i i thought his willem character dafoe. was great he, he did great at what he did um the uh uncle fjolner yes <laughs> I, I i i liked him i liked ethan hawk i loved the, the little kid uh everything about this uh oscar novak who did the little kid did such a great job and how excited he was to see his father and then doing that whole chant before he was leaving when he was rowing out there everything about this movie was fucking pure movie gold oh there you go yes this 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 is a great movie i would recommend this to anybody although a lot this isn't everybody's mug of beer i mean seriously this is not everybody's cup of tea mug of beer that's that's how i always do mug of beer horn of mead Horn of me. There you go. That works out. Even but th- this this movie fucking rocked so fucking bad. Yeah, that's that's just the way I feel. It's 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 so fucking good. I think all of us together can recommend this movie to anybody and say that yeah, this movie was great. I'm really curious to see it's other. Definitely worth the watch. Oh, yes. definitely. I want to hear Lenny's and Stu's opinion about it. I want to hear what they think about it. I know Lenny was really excited because literally saw this movie two weeks ago and as soon as it showed up on my apple tv i bought that movie. like i said pre-ordered it walking to the car yeah i i was like uh they, ron has a problem i'm gonna buy I this did movie the same thing with lost city Just, why am i not surprised <laughs> you didn't tell me you did this movie's gonna be bought and it's already i've already watched it again and i'm probably gonna watch it again probably this week again because i loved it so much but definitely a huge recommendation five out of five for both critical and enjoyment so that is our episode on the Northman. I am so glad Snow, Ragnar, and Sammy can join us for this episode. I'm this back. was this Yay. was fun, and uh, we had so much fun doing this. So much fun watching it. So uh, until next time, guys. Later. The party's leaving. Hey guys, this is Ron. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barrel Age Flicks. We are excited to kick off the new year with upcoming episodes of VAF, The Small Batch, Sammy Selects and The Tasting Room. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, this helps out enormously. Give us a follow on Instagram at Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. If you would like to send us a special film request, please contact us via Instagram, and we will give you a personal shout-out on the show. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Audible, Pocket Cast, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio and Pandora. Special thanks to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio on YouTube for his awesome music. This guy fucking rocks. Check him out. Our podcast only exists because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to theden.show. Hope you join us for our next episode. Later, guys. Hey, everybody. Y'all should check out the podcast of the month at theden.show. The show's called Organic Spaceship.
a great podcast where Josh, the host, sits down with people to drink whiskey and talk about their lives. True stories, just average guys that love to talk. And drinking whiskey, that's the best thing in the world. Seriously, guys, check them out.